had a first service and a half. It was uh, it was bananas in here. Hallelujah. And uh, I believe we're gonna move from bananas to buck wild in the second service. Now, if you're from the north, you probably have no idea what buck wild is. Just find somebody who looks southern and say, "What is buck wild?" And they'll explain it to you. They'll explain it to you. Today, today I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited about this day. We've been for the last 16 weeks preaching, teaching, communicating on the tabernacle of Moses throughout the Old Testament, Genesis and Exodus, Levitical law as well. For 16 weeks, we have been communicating and, and I thank God for the revelation that's happened over the last 16 weeks. It's been powerful. I've heard testimonies and reports. I've had, um, I've had pastors and friends of mine that have sent me text messages. Hey, can I get your notes? Because I'm going to re-preach this and not give you any credit. And then even as early as yesterday, uh, hey, can I borrow the furniture? I'm like, like, glory to God, just send a tithe offering, hallelujah, just send an offering. It's just been, per it's been powerful, it's been a powerful thing. Um, full transparency is, is one of the things I feel like is the thrust of our ministry is to preach and teach on the tabernacle. I encourage you, if you haven't been a part, to go back and watch and go back and listen to podcasts or YouTube or whatever, wherever else it is, the radio station and all that stuff. But today is probably my, my most excited anticipate day of all these 16 weeks, now 17. Because today we move from revelation to application. You know, the problem is, if you have revelation without application, it becomes information. And there are many of us that have a working knowledge of who he is, but have no personal encounter with him. And today, I want to lead you into, I've called it the personal encounters. Because surely we didn't preach for 16 weeks for you to walk out of here with a head knowledge about the things of God. But my desire more than anything is not that you just have revelation that produces information, but you have revelation that produces an application that changes everything, that creates that transformation. We are transformed by the renewing of our minds, and most of us have a working knowledge and not a working experience. But I don't want you to have a bunch of revelation. I want you to have a whole lot of encounter and experience with God. He is a very present help in times of need. That is not information. That is an invitation for encounter. He is not this agnostic God who said, I'll set everything up and then I hope you can figure it out until I come back. He wants to have a personal relationship encounter with you. And today, I'm going to lead you through. I've asked some of the prayer team members to help me because I wouldn't have made it out of the first service if it was all on me. There are seasons and situations in my life where I find myself either under great discouragement or under great attack. And what do you do? How do you go to God in prayer when you don't even know how to pray it? One of the ways that I do is I go through the tabernacle prayer. I use the tabernacle as a model for my prayer life. Most people say, PG, Pastor, I would love to have a powerful prayer life, but after about three minutes, I got nothing left to say. I done prayed everything I know how to pray in about three minutes, so I'm just sitting there. I want to show you. The reason it's important is not because this is how I pray. The reason it's important is because Jesus said, if you want to understand heaven, understand the tabernacle. Because the tabernacle of Moses that became the temple of Solomon um, is an indicator, it is a picture of the establishment of heaven. If you want to get a clear understanding of heaven, look at the tabernacle because those things that are in heaven can be released into the earth realm. And the tabernacle are our clues, our indicators of it. Over the last couple of weeks, I have admonished you 
that if you find yourself in seasons of discouragement, weariness, frustration, you find yourself in seasons of attack or any kind of issues like that, I want you and I to boldly approach the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. But we don't go from now God to now grace. There's a process we have to walk through. And I found most often that when I walk the process, the prayer model of the tabernacle, man, there is glory that is waiting. There are answers that are waiting on me in the deeper realms. And today, instead of preaching, y'all, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Yeah, I preached to you for 16 weeks. Week 17, we're going to pray. There's some things we need to be about, and then there's some things we need to pray about. Uh, and my house shall be called a house of... If my people who are called by my name will be humble enough to... This is my first Sunday here. Welcome. The Lord's just sending me to different places. I'm trying to find something different. Well, welcome to different. Welcome to different. What I love about the tabernacle is that at every place you see Jesus. It's Jesus at the gate. It's Jesus at the altar. It's Jesus at the laver. It's Jesus at the door. It's Jesus at the menorah. It's Jesus at the table of shoe bread. It's Jesus at the altar of incense. It's Jesus at the veil. It's Jesus at the ark of the covenant. It's Jesus on the mercy seat. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. When we begin to understand the power of encounter, Y'all, it does something that education can't erase. It does something that agendas cannot erase. And today, we're not just going to preach about it, we're going to pray about it. If you have a need today, mm, here's what the Lord said to me last Friday morning when I was finishing my notes for the last sermon last week. He said, tell my sons and daughters, there are mercy seat miracles waiting on you today. You may not have made it last Sunday, but he got you here on the Sunday that he's going to release mercy seat miracles. There's a mercy seat miracle waiting on you today. There is a mercy seat. There are, there are answers you've been wondering, you've been asking God for. There are answers that are about to be released in this house. I've asked some of my prayer team members to come and help me pray. We're going to pray. Now listen, it's the apostolic thing in me, so just I have to set order, okay? Order number one, every prayer posture is on the table today. If you a dance, a dance. If you a run, a run. If you a shout, a shout. If you a cry, a cry. If you a stand, a stand. If you a kneel, a kneel. If you a lay on your face, or lay on your face. If you a walk around the church because you need to make sure that you stay focused, then walk around the church. If you want to turn your seat into an altar and bend, bend on your knees and pray, pray. If you want to bow and put your head on the seat in front of you, every prayer posture is on the table today. Everything is in order. Number two. Today is not the day to Facebook Live. Today is not the day to find your tweet so you can look spiritual to your friends that you don't even like. Come on. Come on. Because there's some of us that are under great attack and we're operating in great seasons of weariness and discouragement that we don't need that stuff put on Facebook. As a matter of fact, it's a distraction. Some of us need to go after the throne of God. Today we're going in. And there are mercy seat miracles that are waiting for you. There are answers to questions. Some, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you have been asking about the relationship you're in. There's an answer for you today. Some of you have been challenged. You've been struggling about why God hasn't released you into the next financial realm. There are answers waiting for you today. Some of you have been living under attack and you have been to the point where it has manifested in your health. Today, mercy seat miracles are going to make manifestation in your health today. Anybody have an expectation? Anybody have an expectation with me? 
Listen. I'm going to pray. Elijah, throw up that, that image. We're going to pray at the tabernacle. We're going to start at the east. And we're going to go through the gate. Jesus is the gate. We enter with thanksgiving. When we come out of thanksgiving, we're going to step into the brazen altar. At the brazen altar is where we're going to, re to renounce sin in our life. There are some things that cannot go into the deeper realm. We need to be forgiven. Hear me. Repentance is not an I'm sorry. Repentance is, God, if you'll help me, I'm done. And there's some things that need to come under the blood of Jesus. From the brazen altar, we're going to go to the labor where that is the sanctification, the purification process. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Let my hands be clean before you, God. Purification. We're going to stand right there, not at the gate, but now at the door. And we're going to talk about who he is and thank God for Jesus, who he is. On the inside in the inner court, we're then going to move to the menorah. We're going to thank God for the oil and the fire of the Spirit of God. And then we're going to thank him at the table of shewbread that he is the provider and the one who will let us see him face to face. From the table of shewbread, we're going to move to the altar of incense. And we're going to not worship him for what he has done. We're going to worship him just for who he is. We're going to worship him because he is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is the wellspring. He is, the, I feel like praying now, he is the day spring. He is the lily of my valley. He is the fairest of 10,000. He is the bright and the morning star. He is the one which was and is and is to come. Do you want to, this is who he is. Uh, he is a very present help in the times of trouble. He is my way maker. He is my miracle worker. He is my promise keeper. We're going to thank him for who he is. We're going to praise the greatness of our God just for who he is. Lord have mercy. then we're going to ask him to tear that veil and let us enter into the glory realm. And in that glory realm, we're going to find the blood of his sacrifice and cry mercy. Mercy over your marriage. Mercy over your children. Mercy over your finances. Mercy over this decision that you've been warring and struggling with. Mercy over your grandchildren. We're going to call for mercy to come down into your situation. And y'all, I believe with all of my heart, mercy seat miracles are going to be released in this house today. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody came in here saying, God, if you don't speak today, I don't know what I'm going to do. Guess what? Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. We're going to put you in a posture for you to hear him and see him in a supernatural way. Let me tell you what you can count on. At some point, the adversary of your life is going to come in. And he's gonna he's gonna make manifestation in fatigue or distraction. Your phones go off. You're gonna hear something else. You're gonna wonder if you're looking crazy. You're gonna start thinking about what everybody else is doing. And he's he's gonna come in and try to distract you. That's called spiritual warfare. And you have two options in spiritual warfare. You can get distracted by it and be stopped from moving forward into the glory realm. Or you can recognize that the enemy is terrified for you to go any further. And you can, like the woman with the issue, press your way today. Ooh, thank you, Holy Ghost. If you're a woman with an issue, you better press your way today. If you're a man with an issue, you better press your way today. If you've got a marriage with an issue, if you've got a child or a grandchild with an issue, if you've got a job with an issue, I dare you to press your way in today and watch miracles make manifestations. Somebody say amen. Well, let's pray. You ready? Let's pray. If you're a stand to stand, if you're a runner, <laughs> walk, I don't care. If you want to bow, we're going to begin to pray. I don't care. I don't care how you posture yourself, but we're going to pray. Y'all, before we, before we move in, look at this. Throw that first image for me, um, uh, Elijah, the next one. The children of Israel gathered around the tabernacle and the, the eastern gate, which is the one you see depicted in the painting, the first tribe that was closest to the door, guess which one it was? 
It was the tribe called Judah. Y'all, before we get in the door, we're going to stand in Judah. You came to Judah today. So we might as well be who we are. Father, we praise you right now for who you are. We praise you for the great things you have done. We praise you because you are awesome and you are mighty. We praise you because you are everlasting. We praise you because you are true. We praise you because you woke us up this morning. We praise you for the clothes on our back. We praise you for the food in our belly. We praise you for the shoes on our feet. We praise you for the vehicle that got us here. We praise you for the gas in that vehicle. We praise you that the trees are waving in honor of you today. We praise you that the birds are singing in the power of your great name. We praise you that the sun rose because you decreed it to be so. We praise you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We praise you. Before we ask you for anything, we're going to give you the praise for everything. We praise you because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We praise you because you're the author and the finisher of our faith. We praise you because you know the plans that you have for us. And I came to give you a great praise because you are greatly to be praised. We praise you with everything in our being. We praise you with our mouth. We praise you with our hands. We praise you with our feet. We praise you. You said let everything that hath breath praise you the Lord. Well, today, God, no rock is going to take my place. I praise you because of the breath of God that sits on the inside of me. I praise you because you deserve to be praised. I praise you because you deserve to be praised. I praise you when I feel like it. I praise you when I don't. I praise you when everything is going right. I praise you when everything is going wrong. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I praise your holy name. I praise you because you are the God that holds this world in the palm of your hand. I praise you because you've established this earth from the very foundation of it. God, we give you praise today because you are greatly to be praised. We appraise you. We appraise you above our circumstance. We appraise you above our situation. We appraise you above the thing that's got us worried. We praise you above the thing that's got us discouraged. We praise you above the thing that's got us weary. We praise you above the thing that's got us worn. We praise you today because you deserve to be praised. We praise you. We join with the angels and we praise you saying holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of your glory. We praise you because you deserve our praise. Now we come to the gate. Ah! And we enter the gate with thanksgiving. We thank you that you're the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you for the healing you've given my son. We thank you for the healing you've brought in my daughter's life. We thank you, Lord, that you've provided. We thank you that you've sustained. We thank you that you are the son of God. We thank you that you are the son of man. We thank you that you are the king of kings. We thank you that you are the Lord of lords. I thank you because you're the head of my life. I thank you because you're the horn of my salvation. I thank you because no weapon formed against me is able to prosper and every tongue that rises shall be condemned. I thank you because I'm thankful. I'm full of thanks today. You have done great things. Thank you for every time you brought me out. Thank you for every time you brought me over. Thank you for every time you saw my tears. Thank you for every time you heard my prayers. I came today just to say thank you. Before I ask you for another thing, I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm healed. I thank you that I'm washed. I thank you that I'm redeemed. I thank you that I'm justified. I thank you that I'm sanctified. And I thank you that I'm your son. And I have access to the glory realm. Let some thankful people give God a thankful praise in the room today. Come on, give God a thanksgiving
God as we go before the altar of incense. Hallelujah. With our prayers and our petitions, Father God, we ask that it be a sweet aroma in your sight, that our prayers are effectual and fervent and avail much in the spirit realm. We thank you, God, that you're a God that hears, that you're a God that responds, that you're a God, hallelujah, that sits high and sees us and answers the prayer. In the name of Jesus, I ask that the perfume of incense come before your throne. And as each person is lifting up their altar, their prayer before the Lord, that it is sweet to you, that you smell each one, that you see each person as a color and a piece of glory before him. As we come as a congregation, I see the incense going up before the throne and God taking a whiff and as he breathes out, it is the answer that you've awaited. It's the answer that you've been waiting for. The altar is a place of sacrifice. Lay down your burden. Cast your care upon the Lord for he cares for you. Father, we cast the care of our hearts before you today. In Jesus' name, at the altar of incense, we let it rise, we let it rise, we let it rise, knowing that you are the God that hears and answers our prayer.
Just worship, just worship. Oh, somebody worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, worship him. We're going beyond the veil. Come on, worship him. Oh, the veil was torn for you. The veil was torn for you. It was torn for your encounter. Hey, it was torn for your encounter. The veil was torn for you. Hey, hallelujah. The veil was torn for you. Glory. It was torn for your encounter. It was torn for your encounter. I'm going to say that one more time. The veil was torn for you. Holy. The veil was torn for you. It was torn for your encounter. It was torn for your encounter. This is what I see, the Lord. Every time I see that veil, I see his back split open for you. I literally see the back of the Lord. I've seen this image all morning long, but I just now, I had so to you, I see his back split open for you. And as we begin, we've already entered into the place of his glory. Let me change that. Do you feel the deep waters? It's the deep places of his heart. I invite you, if you need healing, just to come to the altar. I'm going to continue to pray. Glory to God. But I see the people kneeled at the altar. There was a river over here this morning. Hallelujah. But I see people kneeled at the altar doing business with God. Hallelujah. Holy. It was torn for your encounter. It was torn for your encounter. Hey, Kassol, the veil was torn for you. Can somebody help me with a little bit with that? The veil was torn for
mercy seat. It's the last piece of furniture the ark of coming. Come on, hang in there for a few more minutes. You can't take care of us. Don't get distracted now. You've made it this far. Mercy over that situation. 
mercy over that finance. Come on, with your own mouth. Mercy over my family. Mercy over my parents. Mercy over my grandparents. Mercy over my children. Mercy over my job. Mercy over provision. Have mercy on me, oh God. Have mercy on me, oh God. Have mercy on my family. Have mercy on my children. Have mercy on my neighborhood, on my region, on my state. Oh my God. The Lord just reminded me that the throne room is a governing place and mercy is a governing rule. So as we're declaring mercy, we're declaring the governing rule of the kingdom in these situations. I want you to see what you're doing. You're invoking the power of a higher government over your situation. You're telling every other government, every other thing to bow and the mercy Father God, everything bows to your kingdom. Everything bows to your kingdom. And I receive the mercy of God today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you physically, if you physically, 
and just pray through the tabernacle. But there's still one thing left to be done. If I gave it to him, then it's now his to deal with. Therefore, I'm going to praise him like it's already. See, it will manifest in the spirit realm before it ever manifests in the natural realm. The key is can I get my flesh to come into alignment with my spirit? Because here's the thing. God said in the book of Job that if you decree a thing, that it shall be established. This is why Jesus had prayed this way. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth in the future tense as it already is in the present tense in the heavenly realm. It is my job in the earth realm to thank him that has been released in the spirit realm. And now I'm standing with grateful, thankful expectation that what has been released in the spirit realm will make manifestation in my life and ain't no devil in hell can stop it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give him praise the way we would give him praise the moment we see it manifest in the natural realm. Wait a minute. Don't wait until you see it to give him praise. That's called thanksgiving. Thank you for giving it. Praise is when I say, I know it's already mine, so I'm going to praise you now like it's already mine. So I got a question. What kind of praise will you give him if he does heal your body, when he does bring your child back, when he turns your financial situation around? What kind of praise you going to give him when he does heal your back? What kind of praise you going to give him when the doctor confirms what he's already done for you? What kind of praise you going to give him when he puts that thing back together again? I praise you for my peace that's back. I 
That's a victory shout right there. Woo. Somebody just let out a big, now, there's a war cry, but then there's a victory shout. Woo. Somebody just gave God praise in victory land. Somebody just joined the victory circle. Our spirit man, our spirit woman. The problem is, your spirit man, your spirit woman, is only one-third of who you are. And two-thirds equal a majority. Listen, your flesh is never going to want you to operate in agreement with your spirit. They are contrary, according to the Apostle Paul. They are contrary to each other, according to the Apostle Paul. Your flesh is never going to come into agreement with your spirit. That's why when we get to heaven, he's got to give us a new body. The battle is your flesh for your soul or your spirit for your soul. And when your spirit and your soul come into agreement, that which is in heaven is released into the earth realm. I don't know who this is for, because when we turn it into praise, what you did is you withheld your praise because your flesh said, you don't want to do that. You don't pray this or believe it one other time. You don't have, listen, for six months, they have told me every week for six months, this is going to be the week where you're going to get your permit. And I have lived with expectation and disappointment, expectation and disappointment, expectation and disappointment for six weeks. But it is the power of God in my life when I don't let my soul go with my flesh with what I have seen, but when my soul goes with my spirit saying it's going to be released in your time, there ain't no devil in hell can stop what you're doing. What am I saying? I'm saying my soul is the thing that the enemy is fighting for. My flesh wants my soul. My spirit wants my soul. Which one has your soul today on the other side of this prayer? Here's what I say. I say, come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your soul. You got a
bank on two things. And I'm done right here before we leave. You can bank on two things. That as soon as possible, the thief is going to try to come and scoop up this faith seed you put on the ground. You may, there, thank you, Holy Spirit. There are messages waiting on your phone for you. Because the enemy is trying to rob you immediately so that this thing doesn't take root in you. is when the adversary fights you immediately over that word that he released into your life. Immediately. Immediately. It's so, it is so obvious. The problem is we don't look through spiritual eyes so we just see it as discouragement. You can count on the enemy to try to rob you of the seed of your faith today that you have placed in the heavenly realm. Because the most dangerous person on this planet is the one who knows how to enter into the throne room of heaven and legislate from there. The enemy of your soul is terrified. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's terrified that you actually become a man of prayer. He is, thank you, Holy Spirit. He is terrified of men becoming men of prayer because a man of prayer is a man of war he's terrified he's terrified of you lifting your voice in the spirit realm he said it's just at the TV or a sporting event he's terrified for us to take our place so you can count on the enemy trying to rob the, the seat. I don't know who that was for. I've never seen it that way. But somebody has a message waiting on your phone for you. Some of you just got real nervous and sick in your stomach. That's because the enemy has a stronghold. And we just prayed that thing off of you. We renounced it. Come out of that prison. Oh, God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Everybody ain't out to get you. As a matter of fact, there are more for you than against you. not in that person but in God and say God this is the one and if it's not the one when you hang up say Lord I thank you I'm one call closer you hear what I'm saying some trust in horses some trust in chariots but we trust in the name of the one we entered into the throne room of shall come to pass shall come to pass Anybody glad to be in the presence of the Lord today? Father, we don't take for granted your glory. Thank you, God, that we don't have to be at 12615 Steel Creek Road. son and every daughter has access anywhere they are if they're willing to enter in. Thank you, God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the testimonies 
that are already being released. I thank you for the dispatch of ministering angels that have been sent, thank you, even across the ocean to family members that you have been praying for. heart it said confirm that it's going ministering angels are being released he heard your prayer he heard your prayer out every year scan the qr code in front of you with your camera phone download the app all the announcements are on there so i don't have to spend time casting vision for each one if you'll stay informed then we don't have to worry about it right there on the qr code in front of you take your camera phone open it up it'll take you to the thing you can download download it and then stay with everything going on there's some incredible life groups connect classes and all kinds of stuff that are happening kingdom classes are back on wednesdays a lot of amazing stuff is taking place here love for you to be a part of it our stewardship centers are in the back and in the gym on your way out today. If you're a tither, a giver, just be obedient to what the Lord will have you do. Can I bless you before you leave? According to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, verse 11, I say, may the Lord, the God of your fathers, may he increase you a thousand times more than what you are, and may he fulfill every promise that he has given you in the name of the Father in the freedom that comes from the Son and the dunamis power of the Spirit of God. We receive it now in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen. We love you. Have an incredible rest of the week. I'm going to ask you to exit to my left, to your right.